0: 141 951 1025 It's time to talk football. It's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard.
1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Neil Lennon is offered the Celtic job after seeing the hoops over the line for a treble treble. A hand in comeback over Hearts lands a ninth consecutive domestic trophy for the Parkhead side. And St Mirren will play in the top flight next season after winning a dramatic playoff against Dundee United. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Alex Ray and Hugh
2: Evans Irish eyes are smiling because... The weekend belonged to Neil Lennon and Oran Kearney The Celtic manager Dragged history over the line With the treble treble The St Mirren manager Dragged a club From the brink of disaster To survival against all the odds The reaction Oran Kearney Got from the St Mirren fans Was undying gratitude The reaction Neil Lennon Got from a section Of the Celtic fans Was disrespectful You need to work hard To be an unhappy Celtic supporter After winning nine trophies in a row But some. Are making the effort Unbelievable Alex Ray And that yes. is that It's been a long Wonderful season yes. And it, it comes to
1: an end On the domestic front But it'll be back Before we know it
3: Yeah absolutely Congratulations to Celtic They've done it uh, uh, In style Nine trophies in the bounce is a remarkable achievement By anyone's standards And St Mirren I was at the game yesterday You know It, was, it wasn't for the faint hearted In terms of purists However it was all about The result Gordon They managed to hold firm When it came to the penalty shootout and Oren Kearney, you know, it was an emotional uh, speech afterwards, and there's plenty to talk about on the back of Neil Lennon being off of the job.
1: What a season it has been! So let's look back on it all. Fans of all teams, give us your standout moment, your single moment which will live with you from the season that's just passed. How do you rate the season for your team? And of course, if we're talking about what's big in the news, well, Neil Lennon, such a divisive appointment. If you go by the reaction. On social media He has been offered the Celtic job After overseeing the treble treble uh, Let's hear from you 0141 951 1025 Twitter is at Clyde SSB Hugh Evans, How do you look back on it all? I don't know how many seasons You've now got under your belt (laughs) But you can add
2: another one to it Well first of all Celtic supporters have to Take a breath And think about what their club has done Nine trophies in three years A treble treble that will probably stand For all time and these should be the happiest days that the club have had since Lisbon. Uh, however, some are unhappy with the appointment of Neil Lennon, and we can go into that later. If you're a Rangers fan, your happy moment was probably two wins over Celtic, but no trophies. And therefore, we steady ourselves for what should be a memorable summer of players coming to Rangers and Celtic, players going from Rangers and Celtic. And I think, Gordon, A league title next season Which will be the most intense in the history of our game Because we now live in the 21st century social media age And the intensity is boiling over already
1: I mean Alex Ray, when you look
2: back on it all
1: It started with those European qualifiers gruelling Uh, Procedure. Both Celtic and Rangers end up in the Europa League group stages The domestic season starts Hearts are the early pace setters Livingston the surprise package So many twists and turns Uh, It looks like Celtic are going to be out of sight Rangers almost claw them back Celtic then stretch their legs again Win the three trophies Hamilton Acquis survive We get to the playoffs There has been so much And I haven't even mentioned compliance officers Or referees or anything of the sort It's been brilliantly
3: mad this season has been Gordon I think you know Because of the twists and turns That you just mentioned Celtic uh, Have been the dominant force again You know I think for Rangers They have to continue to progress I think it's a 11 point uplift For Rangers As you said The two games That they beat Celtic Was a benchmark In terms of Being able to compete For the last couple of years have been poor Stevie Clark for me Has been one of the standouts Gordon You look at the performance Of him and his players To get a European spot Since 2001 Best finish in 66 It's a remarkable achievement Aberdeen You know Got to a couple of You know Semi-finals Finals uh, they Not too bad Hibs and Hearts Kind of fizzled away After the initial start The match you said For me One of the can't stand out Stories of the whole season Is Hamilton Ackeys Time after time this is this a sixth season in a bounce where they retain their kind of status? It's a remarkable and all Club Dundee extremely disappointing.
1: Come on then, let's do it. 01419511025 Your standout moments from the season and your reaction, of course, to the treble treble and Neil Lennon being offered the Celtic manager's job. He says there's a good chance he'll accept it, and it's a privilege to manage the club. He also says the club have dealt with him brilliantly since he came back.
4: I think there's a, a good chance that I will accept the job. It's a privilege. It was a privilege the first time. You know, nine years ago I was younger and a bit more robust, if you want to call it that. Now I've come full circle four years down the line. I, I left the club on good terms. And I always had an objective to maybe one day an ambition to come back and manage again. So this moment has arrived. It's been hard work. You know, a difficult time at Bolton for reasons not within football. And then I had a great couple of years with Hibs and out of them a debt of gratitude for you know, give me the platform to get myself back in this position again. No, I never sort of preempted anything or second-guessed. These guys are, you know, class people, and I trust them, and I trust their word. They have been true to their word in every sense since I have taken over in, in February, and I expected nothing else. Obviously, we've had to deal with a lot of speculation and a lot of false news, but, you know, they kept me abreast of everything, really, and they were upfront and honest. I mean, if anyone's ever... Spoken to Mr Desmond and will know that uh, You know you, you get what you see.
1: Quite a day Hugh Kevins Because oh. Celtic win That treble treble they, they win the Scottish Cup And Before the trophy's been Placed back in the The trophy cabinet The announcement comes out f-
2: From Peter Lawwell And it, it's, it's been Quite a manic few days Since then Yeah Neil spoke about Being upfront and honest I'll be upfront and honest He's got the job For 12 months Because if he doesn't Win the league He'll get the sack That's the way It rolls now The Celtic fans demand 10 in a row The man who fails to deliver will get the sack Now when uh, Peter Lawwell said Neil knows Glasgow He knows the city He knows what's required That's the, the coded message for He knows the Celtic fans are desperate for 10 in a row He knows the Rangers fans think That the appointment of Neil Lennon Is Celtic dropping the bar Not lifting the bar So he knows all of that And he knows in his heart of hearts That if he
3: doesn't win nine in a row He'll get the sack
2: Were you surprised Alex To see Neil Lennon
1: Offered the job Or did you feel that was the way It was going all along
3: Gordon I I was the one That was championing In terms of his stats When I I said in the show At the weekend It was us Ten wins Three draws And one loss Uh, It's a high percentage uh, I think for a lot of people who weren't wanting Neil from a Celtic persuasion they were looking at the performances uh, late equalisers and the actual manner in which they were going about it and I think for me they had been spoiled so it doesn't surprise me that they've offered them a job and uh, he had a little pop at a segment or a section of the team, uh, the supporters rather a couple of weeks ago and he says they've been spoiled they have to get in oh. the real world we're winning trophies here and he actually put up a case for what he had actually brought to the table I think it was some 10 titles as a player yeah. and as a manager so he was uh, he was clearly wanting the job uh, I know he hasn't accepted it as of yet But I would be extremely surprised if he didn't do that
1: 0141 I am expecting a bit of a split on this one Let's be honest So let's see what side of the fence Paul falls on Paul, Neil Lennon, happy with that?
5: Oh, um, yeah, obviously delighted He deserves it, there's no doubt about it There's, there's obviously a big split in opinion But see, at the end of the day That was an absolute huge game on Saturday And these games are never given to you It's a cup final Hart scored the goal, right? Celtic were really struggling, it, struggling to play, struggling to to come off. But I'm telling you, behind that goal, the Celtic fans started roaring. And I mean behind that goal. And it was outstanding. And they rode them onto victory. And then, Neil Lennon gets sung, which I thought was outstanding. And then all of a sudden, Mr Desmond gives them a job, which I don't think was in any debate. But people on this social media want like, going on and knowing about this and that. They really, they it smell like coffee, man. Get behind the man And let's go for the 10 in a row
2: Yeah That's all that matters To the Celtic fans And uh, Neil Lennon I repeat Understands the Celtic fans He's been in this city For almost 20 years He's been a Celtic player Celtic manager Now he's a Celtic manager For a second time And he understands The law of the jungle If he doesn't win 10 in a row It's over Because the The fallout from that Will be So dramatic That No man will survive that. And that's why Peter Lawwell will also have to back Neil Lennon financially and Dermot Desmond because players, new players, are required. And the fans will be unforgiving if proper levels of money are not spent. They're looking at John McGinn winning the championship uh, playoff in England today, scoring the winning goal. Celtic could have had him 12 months ago. But we're so slow and we're so sure. He would sign for Celtic because he's a former season ticket holder. They just fell asleep at the wheel, and now they'll never get them.
5: Can I say something? To you? And I, I know, I don't want to apologise to you. It's not my style. Apologise to you all the times we spoke over the years in the tranny, right? But see the, the day watching that game, and I had to phone a couple of my pals, and uh, my, I get that right. You know, I went with the club, and I didn't think he would be good enough for Celtic. But wow, I'm, how am I? I'm eating my words, mate.
1: Yeah, well, I think it was clearly an impressive performance. We'll probably get to that a bit later on. In terms of, of the achievement at the weekend, Alex, Paul probably yep. h- hits on a good point where because Celtic do win everything at the moment, we've become conditioned to rocking up to cup finals and thinking, hearts, oh, you know, they're, they're not in form. Celtic will steamroller them as if that takes away f- from the achievement. But this. Period of consistent dominate. It isn't easy To just keep turning up And not winning big games of football
3: No not a chance And I think that's Partly down to Some of the personnel They have Gordon They have guys within their ranks Scott Brown uh, Has been a stalwart for them When it comes to the, the Big occasions he, he comes up Trump's Time after time The £9 million man Who has been Kind of Had a pop-it By several people On the show Over over the course of this season You, you know a waste of money And things he actually stepped up His second goal Was absolutely magnificent Because when you're bearing down A goalkeeper at that pace You know people are coming after you The quality of finish was great 23 goals A remarkable return as well Gordon I think Young Eyre Stepped up to the, 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 the Recently as well You look at uh, Simunovic come out from Siberia Because under Brendan Rogers It was Benkovic So you know There's, there's guys there Lustig's been there for eight. And, uh, McGregor's. So the, these guys Are now conditioned mm. To win Gordon And the big challenge To everyone else Is how they actually Stop this
1: how do you sum up that achievement, Hugh? I mean, you've,
2: you've never seen it before. No, and I don't think I'll see it again. Um, I, I sum it up by saying it is consistency on a breathtaking level because Alex has been there and done it and he knows how hard it is to win any competition at the highest level. Celtic, first of all, did the invincible season, then the double treble, never done before, and now, even though they've Dragged themselves over the line That's allowed in football They're only human beings And they're running out of steam They got there To nine trophies in a row The consistency The endeavour The bravery Is breathtaking
4: Probably one of the best days of my life You know it's hard to Quantify What this team has done You'll never see it again So you can see the emotion And the tension in the game You know they had to stretch Stretch themselves to the limits to to win and I think first half we looked flat and pedestrian, again this again, this sort of playing the backwards and we asked for a bit more urgency and I did say to them, like, hearts may score but we will score, you know don't panic, and that's exactly the way it panned out and it almost gave them a jag and then the urgency and the response from that was fantastic and they deserve to win it, they are immortal now, you can't Quantify how difficult, you know, Like in my career, the winning the treble was the Holy Grail. These guys have done it three years consecutively. It is unbelievable. And it's the 25th of May, so it's quite synonymous that we have two magnificent days in the history of the club on the same day.
1: Aidan is in Port Glasgow. What do you make of the achievement, Aidan, and the managerial news as well? I think
6: it was brilliant on on Saturday. You know, a great sort of achievement to get uh, table terrible Um but for me, you know, the, the sort of main point of my call was appointing uh, appointing Neil Lennon as a permanent manager just absolutely ruined my, my Saturday night. I mean to to actually offer him a and a shiver, you know, it's it's just an absolute disaster. It's for me, uh, it's a cheap option. Um it's a panic from the board. Um, going from, you know, Brendan Rogers to, to Neil Lennon um, as a manager next season Is like trading your Ferrari for a skateboard You know it's just a An absolute disaster for me um, And it took, took the shine away from Saturday To be honest with you And I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the season ahead And we're going to lie
3: Aidan can I ask you a question Because I've heard these analogies In terms of Hollywood to EastEnders You've said for your Ferrari To whatever that was A you, skateboard a skateboard But when you look at actually Neil Lennon's Statistical record as Celtic manager It's actually more than Brendan Rodgers Yeah so Aidan That's that's the point back to you In terms of what he actually brings Whether the brand Or the style Is another thing If that's what you want to see Is silky football uh, But in terms no, of
2: winning yeah. I said in the introduction To the programme That you'd really need To work hard To be An angry Celtic sporter After nine trophies in a row But some are making the effort Aidan's right at the top of the list He used the word Ruined In terms of his weekend Disaster Relating to the appointment Of Neil Lennon Panic Relating to the board Never heard so much tripe in my life. Celtic uh, thanked Neil Lennon and are due to thank Neil Lennon. And Aiden, your lack of gratitude is staggering because he comes in and nobody knows what happens after Brendan Rodgers' departure because there is the potential there for things going pear-shaped. But Neil Lennon holds it together, wins eight in a row, gets it over the line and then wins the Scottish Cup for the treble-treble. Arguably... Celtic's worst performance Of the season However You are allowed To play poorly And drag yourself Up to the winner's roster and cup final day Particularly with a goal As good as the one That Odson Edwards scored So For me You're disrespectful To a man who Has done it for Celtic As player and manager And to speak in terms of Disaster Come on now Aidan What have you got what? to say I mean, Defend yourself I-
6: Entitled to their own opinions, obviously. I, I suppose he's record, You know, on paper looks great and all that. I get that, and he's done. He's done whatever he had to do to come in. But I just think we should have been that higher to try and get a better manager. Tell you know, me, tell me who you better. wanted.
2: Tell me who you wanted. Anybody but Lennon. Well, that's just a cop out answer. You, you must have hmm. someone in mind.
6: Well, I did initially want Steve Clark. Um, think he would have been better than Lennon um, But then obviously In terms of their money and stuff It would have been good to try and aim And get somebody like Rafa Benitez You know, we heard that he was linked
2: at one point Well, Rafa In fairness Benitez.
1: to Aidan, Hugh, sorry I was just going to say you, I mean, you might disagree with Aidan You might think Aidan is wrong But The fact remains that Aidan Feels like Many other of, Celtic fans So is, is it the club that got a bit of a Difficult Time to, to navigate It's way through then Because they are They're the fans They're the yeah. lifeblood of the club They're yeah. the customers yeah. And Aiden and many others The first caller we had On on Saturday night Said his, uh, the wind Had been uh, taken sales. out His sails by, by the appointment So whether yeah. you agree or not That doesn't seem like A, a, a Listen, harmonious situation
2: If they've got it wrong I've said earlier In the programme If they've got it wrong And Neil doesn't win The title next season You get the sack Because Aiden And all of his pals are desperate for 10 in a row And it's the only thing in the world that matters The only thing So that's why I say If Neil doesn't win the title next season He'll get the sack
3: But does that who, does that not reinforce What Aidan and these other guys That are mourning saying we, Yeah, They don't uh, want it to get to that they stage don't want to yeah, get That, that get, would be too late so then so If they, they feel as if they would have managed To have got a raffer of someone of that ilk Then that may have gave them an opportunity to, to get the 10
1: Well I'll tell you what One man who's clearly heavily involved Is Peter Lawwell And we're going to hear from him After the travel with Amber
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Win the compensation You deserve Talk to Thompson's dot com
1: Hugh Evans And Alex Ray Here with me Gordon Duncan The domestic season's officially over I can't believe it In the blink of an eye It's been a Quite the journey And thank you for joining us On it Not going anywhere of course In the next couple of weeks But Nevertheless it's a time for looking back So give us your standout moments Of the season No matter what team you support How do you reflect on it What were the highs What were the lows And where does this leave you For the next campaign 01419511025 Let's go straight back on the phones um, Because the Neil Lennon debate Is taking off I think is the right description here John's in Bishopton What camp are you in John?
7: Well I'm, I'm glad it's uh, Neil Lennon And not David Moyes Because I would have been Really upset if that had happened. And um, so, yeah. But I was looking at his stats for um, his win rate. His win rate is better than Jock Steen's. Well, and only second to Martin Neil
2: Yeah. At Celtic. Well, that, that's why I say, you know, the, the reaction of some supporters, the last one, Aiden, whose weekend was ruined and this was a disaster mm. and the, panic. Yeah. I mean, nine trophies in a row, ruined, disaster, <laughs> panic. Give me yeah, a I break I know
7: The problem is You know We had You know the, Which we thought Great success With Brendan Rodgers You know But At the end of the day you know, These guys have got big eagles And when somebody throws, You know Mentions You know The extra money And everything else They'll walk They'll just go Yeah exactly
2: You won't get that With Neil Lennon However He's got to win the league of course. That, I, I cannot say often enough. Neil knows the law of the jungle. He's lived here for yeah. 20 years. He's, he's experienced every unsavoury side of life in Glasgow. However, yeah. however, what he knows is this. The man who disappoints the Celtic following over this 10-in-a-row business will get the sack. And yeah. it's quite straightforward. And if the chief executive, Peter Lawwell, does not back him sufficiently well and the supporters feel... That the club showed a lack of ambition They'll go after Peter Lawwell also John, what did you make of the game at the weekend? Oh God <laughs> I was drained I was absolutely
7: drained I had two glasses of wine On Saturday night And I just I Had to go to my bed I was absolutely <laughs> <laughs> I felt I felt as if I was you know, I was pretty drunk But I was just absolutely drained To be fair um, Hart played really well Played really well Stop Celtic from playing. That was their game, and they're probably looking for something, you know, with maybe you know a set a set play. But at the end of the day, absolutely, totally delighted. I'm totally. I can't. I can't tell you. I was chatting to my son. He's in Cuba just now in holiday, and uh, you know we we're just talking about it and what it's like and everything else. So it was just fantastic for me.
2: John, I don't um, know how old you but, are, but I'm, yeah. I'm willing to bet that you can remember. Years and I mean years in succession when Celtic didn't win a thing. Um, absolutely, and that's yeah. and that's why when I hear people talking about ruin my weekend, the disaster and panic, I laugh. I mean, I, I, Neil Lennon himself has
1: made that point. I, I wonder what, what is the point in that type of logic, though. Hugh, I, I, I get it. It's to say you know that things won't always be this way, but if you just want right now, because that's all you can do is live in, in in this moment, and you want what's best for. For your team And you want the best manager appointed What what difference does it really make How poor or otherwise Celtic were in the 90s?
2: Well You're only asking for a sense of perspective That's all Uh, You know Celtic could have got their Hollywood manager And he could have failed Uh, They had their Hollywood manager And at his earliest convenience He dumped them He dumped them before the league was finished He dumped them before the Scottish Cup was finished So That's what happens when you get Hollywood
1: managers well, Peter Lowell says Neil Lennon's the perfect candidate. He thinks he would have been offered the job even if they had lost the Scottish Cup final. He says they've been approached about the job by other candidates, but that the club never spoke to any of them.
8: Delighted to announce that um, after today's events, we've uh, offered Neil Lennon the job to be the permanent Celtic manager. So we're absolutely delighted. Fantastic day, fantastic achievement. Today probably never to be repeated. So Neil, in our uh, moment of need, uh, stood up to the plate. He's done a fantastic job in difficult circumstances and really when you look at his credentials he's a he's a Celtic man, he's made for Celtic, he knows Glasgow, he knows the city, he knows what's required and he's a winner. And at this point in terms of looking at the squad, there's nobody better that I've worked with who's got a better eye for a player. So we're delighted to announce that the, he's been offered the job and over the next few days we will work out the details. Is that going to happen
9: Peter regardless
8: of what happened today? Uh, well, today was a big, big occasion for him. But Neil would have still been the manager uh, no matter what happened today. In terms of uh, Neil as a candidate, there is no better candidate. And he's earned the right to be the permanent manager of Celtic based on the recent performance and who he is as a manager. So that's... Irrelevant really for us We were ma- waiting to the end of uh, the season End of the, the, today's game We gave Neil that respect We wanted clarity and focus In terms of delivering the treble Which we've done And we haven't We've had been had approaches But we haven't spoken to anyone In terms of uh, taking on And of clearly we won't now
1: Now here's the thing you. Even if you are no, In fact regardless of whether you're pro Neil Lennon Or anti-Neil Lennon yeah. Does it not jar with you A little bit That Celtic wouldn't Even speak to other candidates Surely if your sole focus Is getting the best man For the job You at least speak to other people And then you turn around At the end of it and say Yep we assessed their options We spoke to X, Y and Z And Neil was still The best
2: candidate It may have been And I don't know Because I haven't spoken to Peter Lawwell about this But it may have been that, that those who Made known Their interest In the Celtic job might not have been to Peter Lawwell's liking or Dermot Desmond's liking. Uh, If, for example, Maurizio Pochettino had phoned up and said, I'll take it, then it would be remiss Mm. of Celtic not to speak to someone of that calibre. But perhaps the calibre of person who called to say they were interested... Didn't meet with Celtic's idea Of who was best suited to the job Can you not put the
1: feelers out then To, to other guys who who don't get in touch I'm assuming you don't always wait Nowadays Alex well, in football for, for people to come to you
3: No absolutely And you must have, One of the things that we must have learnt You know you look at some of the, the Managerial appointments in recent times The SFA Didn't have a list of people Rangers have waited for Steven Gerrard that as well So For me it would have been because we said this a few months ago as well, Hugh. We felt as if they would interview several candidates yeah. at the, the top of the list. They would have made an informed decision in terms of who they felt best to take this forward, but to not actually even consider anyone else yeah. or speak to anyone else. And see, for me, Hugh, it's, why not offer Neil Lennon the job one week beforehand and then? You have all this momentum going in There's clarity There is clarity Because Neil's a man to take it forward And you go into the cup final Which would have boosted him He would have felt better about things Because Looking at Neil Lennon He didn't look right Leading up to the final Because of The pressure of not knowing Whether he was going to get the job or not
2: Well I'm a cynic And I do not believe (laughs) I personally do not believe That Peter Lawwell would have been in To say we've offered Neil the job If Hearts had won the Mm. cup final Um, Let's speak to Alec and Rossi Hi Alec
10: Hi, good evening, Gordon, Alec. Hi there. Hugh, Hello. Uh, absolutely delighted at the appointment of Neil Lennon. Who uh, says it's a lawyer of the jungle. I'll bet you the man's actually stood in the jungle. He's a Celtic man through and through. He knows what it's going to take to get us to 10 in a row. He's a, got a better eye for a player than I think Brendan Rodgers had because his signings always seem to work out. Brendan Rodgers' rec- signings record isn't he that great. He also walked away mid-season. He could have waited to the end of the season. Neil Lennon, welcome home, son. Delighted
2: you're here. Well, it's a very powerful statement that uh, Peter Lawwell made when he said he had, of all the people that he had worked with at Celtic, he had never known one to have a better eye for a player than Neil Lennon. You're the cynic. Is that a wee dig at Brendan Rodgers? I I think it's more by way of trying to build up the case for, for Neil Lennon's appointment. Um, it's impossible to criticise Brendan Rodgers other than to say that the Hollywood manager, at his earliest convenience, went back to Hollywood.
3: Can I ask you a question, Hugh? Just in terms of about balancing, in terms of at his earliest convenience, we we touched upon John McGinn earlier on. At that point, when he didn't get that player, which he felt would enhanced, so that's identifying a talent who's going down to England and terrorise it. Uh, you know, because he's actually surpassed everything that they would expect. Played a year at Aston Villa, mm. so I think the relationship was kind of soured at that point. Not necessarily when the first team calling, because I thought the relationship between the board and Brendan were. You remember the yeah. the banner yeah. back him or yeah. we'll lose him. Yeah,
1: let's not go back down no, reasons but just but but for bit, Brendan Rodgers leaving too much because we'll be here until midnight. I think, uh, <laughs>
3: but
1: Hugh. What about the Alec says a lot of things that I've I've seen and, and read a lot recently and, and and heard. You know about Neil Lennon being. Celtic man And um, being Celtic Through and through D- Does that actually Matter D- Does it matter
2: No No, no it doesn't uh, And Brendan Rogers Proved that to be the case Because He told us about His lifelong affection And uh, Growing up in, in Northern Ireland uh, And <laughs> Watching Celtic And so on and so forth It doesn't matter And it doesn't matter to the Celtic supporters Uh, No I think it does Alex Alex just came on the phone and and
1: said that He's delighted because Neil Lennon's a Celtic uh, man uh,
2: You know he's doing that in the aftermath of the decision having been taken But it it was not a prerequisite I don't think Attainability was the the prerequisite for me I mean the famous AVB Who was in the minds of so many Celtic supporters Along with uh, Rafa Benitez and Jose Mourinho AVB is going to Marseille for six million pounds per season. Now this is Scotland. No six million pound managers. Not now. Not ever. So attainability has to come into it. Alec, what do you think?
10: Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, The likes of the last caller, John, it says a couple of glasses of wine and uh, Saturday night. I had a couple of bottles, John, so (laughs) don't feel too (laughs) bad. But no, Neil Lennon has already says that the style of play has got to change. Brendan Rodgers, we, we were invincibles the first season, second season. It was tippy-tappy stuff at the back. It takes too long. Teams got to know the way we played and we were becoming stale. Neil, Neil Lennon already says the style will change. He's going to get a better quality player. in as well as, I mean, we went through a horrendous list of injuries this year as well. Horrendous list of injuries. John McGinn, I think, would have enhanced Celtic. But I don't think uh, young Ryan Christie's far behind him. And I think... Uh, I
1: honestly think that he's the man for the future as well. Young Ryan Christie, that's who we'll be building a team around. Okay, thank you to Alec and Rothy, 01419511025. Remember, I'm looking for all of you fans out there, no matter who you support, sum up your season for us. Give us your standout moment of the season uh, that's just passed. What what did you make of the timing, Hugh? Um, Because you mentioned you didn't think Peter Lawwell would have made the announcement had Celtic lost the Cup final. What did you you make of it? It was all very quick after after full-time... Some people have Said you oh, I thought we maybe Would have waited Until Monday or Tuesday Does that come into Your thinking?
2: Um, th- there are two sides To the coin for me You know that uh, Maybe They're trying to Or in their own minds They thought they were Going to put Icing on the cake For the Celtic supporters Now you've got Poor old Aidan Who said it Completely ruined His weekend Uh But I think there's An element of Trying to put icing On the treble treble cake Uh However, if Celtic had waited too long, then they would have been accused of indecision. I do think that they'd made up their mind it was Neil Lennon. I do think they were absolutely delighted to see Oddson Edwards' second goal go in. Uh, and that they have now made their bed, so to speak, because I only know this city. I was born in this city, and I only know this city. And I know that in 2019. The Rangers support And the Celtic support Are united in one thing Ten in a row One wants it One must stop it If Peter Lawwell And Dermot Desmond Have got this wrong They'll pay for it And if Neil Lennon Doesn't get it right Next season He'll pay for it And if Stephen Gerrard Doesn't win the title Next season There's a chance He could pay for it as well James and Clyde Bank What do you think? uh,
11: Can I speak to you? Yeah he's listening Hugh Listen I've had many a cracking Cracking years with Celtic right? As a Celtic supporter I've been to Seville. I was too wee for Lisbon uh, Basically after cracking years Saturday was outstanding for me Absolutely outstanding uh, When I heard Neil Lennon get a job I wasn't too keen on it I wasn't too keen on it in the slightest But now he has got a job I'm going to bank the wee guy to the hilt, Right But yeah. I just hope that the board do the exact same thing the way they did with Brendan
1: Rodgers. Can I just ask you, James? Why why were you not keen then initially?
11: Uh, because he done his turn at Parkhead. He he done a good job at Parkhead, right? But to come back and do it again, that's that's a bit it kind of thing. Makes me about it. I've been a season ticket holder for years. Yes, you'll look no get anybody bigger than that club than Neil Lennon. He's he's. <laughs> Celtic through and through And his heart's there through and through But whether he could He's the man
2: to try and pull you through the ten in a row He could do it Well why were you but Why were you worried about him coming back For a second time then?
11: Basically At the end of the day He'd done his stint He'd done his stint And why did they leave in the first place? Why is he no still there? Still he left.
2: In he left because he thought he'd hit the glass ceiling With Celtic first time around and that he couldn't take the club any further uh, And he spoke to Dermot Desmond and to Peter Lawwell And it was a civilised exit And years later the chance comes up to manage the club again uh, It happened to Billy McNeil And Billy McNeil came back And the first thing he did was win League and Cup double Dublin Celtic centenary year So they do come back and they do win things 141 Thank
1: you, James, and Clyde Bank. Keep your season review thoughts coming in, and we're gonna hear from Craig Levine after the travel with Amber.
0: Clyde won Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Trey and Hugh Evans are here taking your calls and your tweets as well at Clyde SSB Barry McFadden thinks Neil Lennon deserves the job finished better off than when the, that guy left us <laughs> Uh, lost one game since he came back There was no one else in mind for me He'll be able to put his own stamp on things Jamie says The sense of entitlement of fellow Celtic fans is unbelievable Did they really think Benitez or someone of his stature Was going to roll up to the Scottish League Give Lennon a chance to get his own stamp on the team uh, Shahid Ali as well says Agreed Neil Lennon has a better record than Rogers. However Is that not partly without Rangers in the league? It's getting most out of players. The ability to change strategy is key. Anyway, appointed now and we will have 100% support. Let's hear from Craig Levine, shall we? Uh, Quite a weekend for him. His heart team clearly played their part in the final. Here's what he had to say at full time.
9: Terribly disappointed to end up on the losing side. Very proud of the way the players performed today. I feel the pain that they feel and uh, supporters feel as well. You know, we defended extremely well the whole match, uh, apart from a couple of occasions. The difficulty, of course, is when you play against opposition who have very, very good players, then they tend to punish you. And their plan today was to try, if possible, not to, to give up any opportunities. And, but that was going particularly well. As I say, it's very difficult for me to be critical at all of, of anybody. I thought they all tried ever so hard to implement the game plan. They did the running that they needed to do. Showed good composure when we got in decent areas. I, I, I feel... Extremely disappointed for everybody be associated with. Do you have any reason to contest the penalty or what? Uh, I haven't actually seen it, and uh, Bobby did say that he'd come out and, and hesitated, and I think that was the, the the biggest problem he felt. If he'd kept going, he might have been able to to, to get to the ball. Some of the lads are saying that, that you know Edward saw it coming, but listen, that's footballing.
1: Safe to say, Hearts did better than most people oh, predicted yeah, I mean, they would. Hugh Keavenan and very, you
2: can you can sense the disappointment. Uh, you know, he, Craig uses the expression "feel their pain," and and you can feel the manager's pain. Absolutely. Um, he was brave to play Aaron Hickey, sixteen years old, in the starting lineup. He was combating the fact that he had lost three highly influential players and in Stephen Naismith, Ollie Lee, Uchi Piazza from the starting lineup. And Hearts gave it their best shot. They went into the game with people having no belief in them whatsoever because they'd had a shocking league run up until then, one win in nine games. And they frightened the life out of Celtic for a long time. Mm. And when it went 1-0 in Hearts' favour, you wonder if Celtic had it in them to come back. But what has also characterised Neil Lennon's short time as interim manager... Resilience They got there in the end And that was very much The story of Celtic February until May And good to see that Right up until the last day We stayed true to form Where yes. some of us Are utterly
1: convinced That it was a penalty Whilst the rest Are utterly convinced That it wasn't You two got
3: an opinion on it? At the I hope time, you do. At the time For the angle in which we saw I thought there was contact But you're only Kind of uh, Guessing at that stage Because you think The keeper's come through And caught him not seen the footage From behind I don't think there's any contact And I think Edward goes down A lot easier And he was trying to buy the penalty
2: The goalkeeper hesitated uh, When going out to Confront Edward Uh, I think Edward Was very clever Cute And won a penalty Um, So But but it should have been a penalty Or not? I'm not convinced it was Uh, However Bobby Lamal had a great chance To redeem himself Because I thought he should have Saved the penalty Uh, It was very close to him But Anyway, as they always say, read the result in the paper, it was 2-1 Well, that's not much use for us, because we've spent all season debating these
1: oh, things God, So absolutely. can I just as wash I, your hands I, of it now
3: As I said to you, with the footage I saw initially, Gordon, I thought it was a penalty And I said in the studio at the time However, having seen that again, for me it's not a penalty And he has conned, uh Willie call him? Uh, Craig's in Cardonald, hi Craig Hi
1: hey, guys Hi Craig, what's on um, your mind? I know, you're not there, i the
12: appointment and you're learning Um with regards to recruitment, we've talked a lot about Peter Lawwell saying he's got an eye for a player. I think you'll find it was John Park that hit the eye for most of the big names. Um, not actually Neil Lennon, so I think if we can get something like that back in, we could be back down the road again. One of your tweets mentioned Neil Lennon's record in regards to Brendan Rodgers. We have to remember as well, though, that was when the league was weak. Was longer leg down so he's got to step up to the plate the ball needs to step up to the plate the one concern I think for me was out on one of the papers today that he's looking to try and retain the services of I Mikael mean, Lustig. now lustig has been an absolutely fantastic servant for Celtic, but a bit like Tom Boyd these last years he lost the thing that made him a great player which was his pace have you seen that against Ryan Kent Ryan Kent tore him apart or pays. I think everybody's in the same opinion. One of the positions itself we really need to invest in is a right back. Now, if this is right and he's wanting to hold on to like, is that because he's not prepared to invest in a right back? Or is it because the bull's not prepared to give him that kind of cash? I think he's here now when he gets behind them. All this it should have been this and it could have been this. Yeah, we'd all like to have seen them be more ambitious. But there's not been the women'll it. We need to get behind
2: them now. It's quite straightforward. It's quite straightforward. Celtic have to back Neil Lennon financially or the supporters will never forgive Peter Lawwell and Dermot Desmond. And good luck with trying to sell season tickets if you let them down very, very badly on the road to 10 in a row. And Neil Lennon does have to win the next two titles or this is a brutal landscape here. Mm. He'll get the sack. It's
1: quite mm. easy to be selective when you use recruitment to either Absolutely. back a manager or, or not back a manager, Alex. Because um, Craig Wright and, and Peter Lowell mentions that there were some great success stories yes. during Neil Lennon's time. There were also some duds as well. And that's not a criticism of Neil Lennon. That's just modern football because the, the turnover to of players is, is, is so high. But it would be unfair to only mention the, the Van Dykes of the Absolutely. world and not mention some of the ones that... that at that period, out.
3: yeah. Listen, uh, it works hand in hand, Gordon. And uh, you, depending on which way you want to sell this argument, you can say some of the signings that Neil did, but John Park's very much part of that. And you will say that about Brendan Rogers. Congratulations will get uh, stuff right and wrong as well. You know, you look at Edward coming in, that may well look as a success if they end up selling for fortunes. Dembele coming in. So it's part and parcel of it all. But going back to the Mikael Lustig scenario. Uh, for me, there could be a possibility that he may well just be a stand-in So they might be have a number one target And mm. they have Mikael as a number two Because he's been over the course and distance I also know the importance of having players Who are really big behind the scenes They know what it's all about They help the younger guys And when you look at some of the Celtic uh, Players that are still under contract next year there, There's so many young guys within that And he may well help Is that, that, I, that transition
2: As I understand it, uh, John Park has the offer of a contract at Sunderland, but Sunderland's uh, oh. playoff defeat yesterday. Oh, do you don't have to bring it up <laughs> with Alex Ray's that face? You right. just ruined them. All, all I am saying is it it
3: keeps Sunderland in the third tier of English football. Uh, sure, sure. Sorry, just I am just going to throw something on, and you can carry on. See if John Park takes up that role of uh-huh. of there was a a role at Celtic because obviously it's a vacant position. He surely must go to Parkhead because, with the greatest respect to old club, they've not got a great deal mm. of money.
2: Yeah. Um, that So His Offer Is as yet Unsigned And I think Neil Lennon would like To get John Park back Because he was Very good for Celtic In terms of his Recruitment And he and Neil Lennon Did seem to have A, a special relationship uh, Right thank you to Craig Let's squeeze in one more Before the news Peter's and Paisley Hi Peter
13: How you doing Gordon I'm a delighted And overwhelmed With the success Of Celtic this season uh, Hugh I like my Old buddy Hugh uh, I've actually with everything you've said tonight. You. Oh, it's that's worrying. <laughs> no, but can I say something? Did you do you know this is actually a, a world football foster treble? Treble? Did you know that?
2: Well, you know, I'm not sure about trebles in Afghanistan. Well, no, I, no, 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 no. I, no.
13: No, who can I tell you? A couple of years ago, PSG did a double treble and there was also a team in Malaysia did a treble, double treble. So this is the first treble treble. It's a fact. Right. Anyway, can I see this to be... I don't know if you're playing a wee game. That's why I've up. Let's bounce off uh, good Lenny fans and bad Lenny fans. See the bottom line here is, right? Celtic are phenomenal. Nine trophies in a row. Nobody will take that ever away Feels us. Neil Lenny's in sit you and it's the best thing we could have done. Any new manager that came in, you then had needed time to reassess the players, blah, blah, blah. Lenny's in there. We need four players. Everybody knows we need a right-back, centre-half, striker, cover for left-back. That's it. And maybe a creative midfielder get a left-back loan for cover. The bottom line is, he knows, he knows the game here. He, he's been a manager at Hibs. He knows the other teams. He knows what he's up against. Can I just say one thing to you, Hubert? You said... I think it was a few weeks ago Celtic fans are all underwhelmed by this season and it was a vintage that was it oh it's not been a vintage season sorry Hugh but that's nonsense see see when you win a treble this is only Celtic's sixth treble in their history when you win a treble in any season performances go out the window see results have happened of late They, they mean nothing they mean absolutely nothing and do you know something as well I don't know if you're aware of this he played 63 games this season. 63? I don't think Alex ever played 63 games in one season. No. See, see, the bottom line is, well, if he'd one striker, one striker... It's more or less carried that team last season. And you said, oh, Alex said, they're, oh, he might prove his worth. Listen, Paul, he's, he's proved his worth. Was he, your, scored, uh, he scored 23
2: goals this was, season. Was your, was your radio off when I said that uh, Celtic's consistency was breathtaking and their endeavour and their bravery were breathtaking? Was your radio off at no, that point? No, I think point? he was
1: talking previously, though. we said in, in recent weeks she'd been referring to the season as underwhelming.
2: Well, you know, the, the invincible season was truly overwhelming. But some of the stuff that went on underneath Brendan Rodgers and Neil this season has been less than overwhelming. That's oh. just a statement of fact. Okay, I think it's time for this.
1: Thank you to Peter and Paisley.
0: Beat the pundits with goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday.
1: Your last chance to beat the pundit this season. You do not want to pass up that opportunity. Oh, Hugh oh. Evans oh. and Alex Ray are poised and ready. Ready to take you on? 0141 951 1025. Give us a call right now, and just for getting on, you don't even need to get any questions right. We'll give you two pairs of tickets. Uh, well, a pair of tickets. It will be to the Celtic Festival, which is coming up uh, this summer now. If you're not a Celtic fan, you can still take part because you will know one, and you can give the tickets away. So it's still open to everyone. 0141 951 1025. You only have until the news at seven.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's personal injury solicitors Get the result you deserve Talk to thompsons.com
1: dot com and Alex Ray are here We've been talking Neil Lennon We've been talking Scottish Cup Final We heard from Craig Levine And I'm asking for your standout moments From the season Regardless of which team you support So keep the calls coming in We're also on Twitter at Clyde SSB And we're going to speak to A member of what must be The happiest family in. In Scotland After the last couple of days What a couple of days It's been for the McGins We're going to speak to Stephen, hopefully If he's uh, in in good fettle After we do this
0: Beat the Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday Wednesday and Saturday
1: It is Beat the Pundit time The last one of the season How how would you reflect On on your season's performances As a whole
3: Oh Inconsistent highly, Highly average Alex I've been absolutely delighted with my performance yeah. score. I think I'm about a 7 or 8 out of 10.
1: Self praise is no praise. Let's <laughs> speak to Tony, who's a Celtic fan in Motherwell. Hi, Tony.
10: Hi, Gordon. How are you? Not bad yourself
1: Yep not too bad at all Now remember Tony The pressure's actually off you Because you don't even need to get Any questions right You've already won yourself Tickets to the Celtic FC Festival You're a Celtic fan That'll suit you Takes place yep, at the I SEC think. July 26-28 to um, Big crowd expected All the usual bells and whistles That you can associate With an event of this size The new third kit's going to be Announced, um, You're going to learn to I don't know if this is your thing Learn to train and play the Celtic way It says with the help from academy coaches Tony you sound a bit older than that If you don't mind me saying Yep I am um. <laughs> Yeah absolutely uh, Listen various other things Crossbar challenges Free kicks Penalties All the rest of it Chance to meet loads of Past and present players as well So Tony you've got the tickets oh, cool. But now to the real event Because it's uh, time for Beat the Pundit Hedge you're up against Hugh Keevans tales. It is Alex Ray and it's heads For the last time this season Hugh Evans. <laughs> you up against Tony From Motherwell So let me give you Some Clyde his here And that way he can't hear us Tony it's just you and I You've got 30 seconds Head to head You can pass Here is your chance To beat the pundit You ready? Yep Who scored the winner For Aston Villa In today's championship Playoff final? McGann Which team scored The least amount of goals In the Scottish Premiership This season? so which team did Jim McIntyre make the most of his appearances for? Dundee In what year did Mikael Lustig join Celtic?
10: 2012
1: St Mirren's Duckins-Nazon plays for which international team? Pass Who was the Hibs manager between 2008 and 2009? Frank Solsey. Who was Celtic's top goalscorer this season? Odson Edward Okay, let's bring Hugh Keevans back Can you hear us Hugh? Yes Same set He decided to wander over To the <laughs> other side of the studio For some reason You're back with us Are you? Yes I am Great stuff Same set of questions to you Are you ready? Okay <sighs> Who scored the winning goal For Aston Villa In today's playoff Jordan final again. Which team scored The least amount of goals In the Premiership In Scotland this season um, Libby Which team did Jim McIntyre Make most of his appearances for Commander. In what year did Mikel Lustig join Celtic 2011. St Mirren's Dukins Nazon plays for which international team? Pass. Who was the Hibs manager between 2008 and 2009? Um, John Collins. Who finished top goal scorer for Celtic this season? Um from Okay. What do you think, Tony? Uh, I think he scored it. Do you think so? I'm not too okay. sure. Let's go through and find out who scored the winner for Aston Villa today. Uh, it was John McGinn. Well done. You both got that right. Uh, Second question Which team scored The least amount of goals In the Premiership this season You both got that wrong It was Hamilton Ackies mm. um, Okay So on to the third question Which team did Jim McIntyre Make most of his appearances for It was ha- um, It was Dundee United mm. So Tony came close He said Dundee But not really Not <laughs> not close enough uh, Dundee United In what year did Mikael Lustig join Celtic? 2012 Tony got it Ooh. Hugh didn't So he goes in front Uh St Mirren's Duckens Nazon Plays for which International team It's Haiti
3: Hold on Hold on
1: <laughs> Yeah well done Alex Ray got that right Yep I'm impressed with you uh, <laughs> Who was the Hibs manager 08 to 09 It was Mixu Patalainen Ooh. Who finished top scorer For Celtic this season Oddson Eduard You both got it Which means Tony got three And Hugh Keevan's Only got two Tony wow. the same ball are. Is on How its way Good man
10: Tony Oh you know not one
1: <laughs> and, uh, uh, Don't tell oh. me You've won this before
3: Played against
1: does Oh my goodness Tony you're cleaning us out Well done to Tony He wins the tickets To the Celtic Festival As well uh, And if you want to find out more Log on to CelticFestival.com You can buy yourself some tickets But uh, we've given them to Tony On Beat the Pundit F- finished the season On a bit of a sour note there Hugh I wasn't impressed With your performance If you don't mind me saying
3: He's got the ambusolera already yeah, ready
1: Ain't
2: uh, I mean, You've got the trophy cabinet As big as mine
1: You know <laughs> <laughs> Here's the bonus question on tonight's Beat the Pundit Which Scottish footballing family Is the happiest family in the country At the moment The answer Hugh
2: Is the McGinn The McGins.
1: Stephen joins us on the line Stephen Try your best to sum up How you and your family are feeling After the last two days
14: How doing Gordon How doing? Uh Yeah. Hugh um, I'm just I'm probably not stopping thinking Since the game finished yesterday So I apologise in advance uh, <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's, it's hard to, I mean, yesterday was probably, I mean, a sheer relief from, I mean, you, you worry about jobs being lost, about money, wages being cut everywhere, um, all that hard work being, uh, you put in for 18 months, going to waste by just dropping out of the Premier League after the first season, but today, I mean, just it was just proud and it, it's the pure emotion when John scored, I mean, um, Wembley, 90,000 people there, I mean, uh, just could just can't describe it from where we've been as young boys And to watch your young brother go and do that It's, just, it's hard to
1: describe Brilliant, let's separate them then Stephen Take us back to yesterday And for the, the drama to unfold the way it did A penalty shootout to stay in the division And like you say, what that means for Whether it's jobs or everything else that goes around it at the club How, how tense a moment was that? H-
14: horrendous, I mean I hated every minute of the game Um, probably for the first, its it's the most nervous I've ever been in my career Uh, getting into it, probably the consequences of what would happen if we had lost and uh, probably with the the form we had got into the game as well we we were were really verging on a a proper Premier League team by the end of the season and it would have been such a waste to let it go and um, I'm just delighted to to go over the line yesterday and um, what I said last year after we won the league, we really need to kick on as a football club and and, and start to act like a Premier League club, and or else we're going to have to perform a miracle again next year. So it's important that we learn the lesson from last summer, and, um, and and as I said, kick on.
1: Did you feel an extra pressure, Stephen, being the captain of the club?
14: Yeah, horrendous, God. Honestly, uh, been struggling to sleep all week, and and as I said, I, I don't I don't generally get nervous of playing big games, big crowds, and. But nothing like Probably What what we had put in For the 18 months To get there And you're thinking In 90 minutes Anything could happen And it could all just be whipped away from you So The the relief As Vaklar said That last penalty Is like nothing I've ever experienced In my life
2: Well uh, A man came to the club Stephen Oran Kearney He came as an unknown He's now part of Paisley folklore How great a contribution Has he made Brilliant And I mean,
14: at times, you actually wonder how he's managed to stay calm because I've definitely not. (laughs) Um, There's been real low moments, real high moments. He's he's been such a constant. And at at times, you're thinking, this this guy's got the best post to face ever because you're thinking, how can he stay so calm? But um, I mean, even getting into yesterday, even before the penalty, that that belief that it was just meant to be. And... um, I thank him because in hindsight I honestly don't know how we've managed to stay in the division for some of the performances we put out in the first few months of the season and um, with all the rumours about you just hope he stays on now and, and as I said kick us on as a football club
1: Stephen I know you're clearly very busy let's move on to today the full again clan is still on a high from yesterday you then make your way to Wembley, England's National Stadium to watch your brother sum up what that day's been like for us
14: um, well, the start of the day wasn't great. You wake up at five in the morning, after <laughs> getting to bed at three o'clock in, in the morning, and you think, <laughs> um, But I mean, when you walk out and you and, and you size up the the magnitude of the game, and um, I mean, they call it the richest game in the world, and and you're just watching your little brother out and play, playing. As I, I, I've said numerous times, I've I've no nerves about joining these big games. I mean, Scottish Cup final, just didn't, just have such a belief in them and still think he's underrated in our country How good he is And he definitely is in Birmingham I can tell you that from being about the, the Villa fans today I mean they just love him He's like an absolute idol And um, in, in hindsight Derby Dab, uh, scoring Which was a horrendous last 15 minutes Turned out to be amazing Because your young brother hit the winner at Wembley
1: Yeah I mean Listen I'm sure he was proud of you yesterday In equal measure How proud are you of him this
3: afternoon?
14: Amazing I mean I uh, mean when the goal goes in, it's just uh, an absolute um, the highest of highs. But when the final whistle went, I mean, most to feels at what it means, and um, just, just how he, just how he goes and handles that, right? Uh, those those games and those occasions, and, and 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 sometimes you think when you see these guys in the you think they must have been born with something. I mean, John, John's just worked so hard, and. Um, as a big brother, just watching on, you, you, just, you just can't describe how, <laughs> how proud you are.
1: Now listen, enough about the going to the English Premier League, let's skip to the important stuff. Am I right in saying that the three of you who have had playoff success, that you and your two brothers, are now away on your stag do tomorrow?
14: <laughs> yes, we are, yeah. It's been, uh, <laughs> we managed to uh, run out of flights, we managed to book Benadry until tomorrow, which isn't... There. Um, greatest reputation,
1: but the man could sweep one for two nights and then see what Nick would turn up
2: on at the wedding on Friday. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Hugh Evans, Friday's a big day. Any marital advice for Stephen McGinn? Oh well listen, I I can remember and Stephen will know Colbey Road very well. I had my stag yeah. doing Colbey Road Stephen, <laughs> so uh <laughs> yeah and uh I, I know what it's like to wake up in the morning of the wedding thinking, oh Anyway, there's only one thing I'm going to say to you I can't believe that your Uncle Johnny's been left speechless today Is he still talking his head off? Oh, uh, he wasn't sitting with us today He was sitting at the other end But, you know,
14: my Uncle Johnny We definitely heard him at times today
1: <laughs> Listen, brilliant Stephen Congratulations to, to you and Paul yesterday And of course you can pass on our congratulations to John for today And enjoy the wedding in the Stag, do mm-hmm. by the way Brilliant! Thanks a lot, guys. Good Thanks man. That was Steve McGinn still in Wembley by the sounds oh, of it. Oh yeah, quite well, an achievement. And uh, but overall, the, the, the full package, the one on our doorstep yes. St Mirren yesterday. Amazing, what a dramatic couple,
3: weekend. Just amazing couple of days, Gordon. And, and I think it's really important to take on board the pressure that the St. Mirren players were under. You know, he's saying he wasn't yeah. able to sleep and things, and it just puts it in context. There's been a lot of stuff on social media in the last 24 hours saying there was an overreaction, but you can actually understand when you get a guy who's been over the course and distance to get a, a long career. Uh, and he's telling you what it means to people So And then I was fortunate enough to Play in two playoff finals as well Down in England Got over the line once And I'll tell you The boy John McGann will just be Absolutely buzzing Because he w- there'll be downtime And then he'll have the prospect To go and play against Some of the best players on the planet uh,
1: It won't have too much Because we've got Scotland games soon So I hope oh. the Stag do Is a quiet one I won't hold my breath on that Alex is a St Mirren fan How are you feeling today Alex?
15: Yeah uh, absolutely overjoyed guys And um as Alex said there, been a lot of social media comment about the celebrations that the players done yesterday. Was it right to celebrate uh, finishing uh, where we finished? But I think it was more relief than anything else. And At the end of the day, these guys are playing for contracts, their livelihoods. The people at the club is their livelihoods. Um, and for the fans, it gives us another year. But I would absolutely agree with what Stephen said. We really need to kick on. I mean, I was in the, the programme this time last year talking about the elation and what Jack Ross had achieved in a very short space of time, that turned to dust uh, and we Alan Stubbs in and a disaster is the only word you could use, a disastrous start to the season. Oren Kearney came in with three points on the board and it did take him to January, 12 players came in, but what a turnaround from January onwards. Uh, only Celtic beating us in the last 10 games, which has been a fantastic finish to the season. And, you know, at the end of the day, guys, when that, Premiership kicks off next season. I don't know. Remember, Saint Man won it in penalties. We'll be in the Premier League next year, and that's all that matters I'll, at the end of the I'll day. Like,
3: how important is it to keep your manager? Because there's obviously been speculation, <coughs> and I think obviously it's well documented that his family's still over in Ireland. How important is it for you to keep Oren? Well, we need
15: consistency. Um, I mean, yeah. you guys in there are no better than anybody in yourself, like. Alec. Yeah. We've had a shocking run of appointments. Not shocking in terms of the ability the guys have been in, and out, you'd be one of them, it's yeah. nothing against yourself, there's just been no consistency, in the club, and I think that's what Stephen McGinn is, saying tonight, you know, in a way to the board, we need to kick on, I believe that, you know, and it's proved that they've done the right thing, getting rid of Alan Stubbs, for whatever reason, yeah. uh, it was never going to work out, he have lost the dressing room, by all accounts, so, you know, what Odin's done is really galvanise the fans. I was on here last Monday berating the club about the season ticket, fiasco. In the first place, they came out and lay, they came out and laid out about ten grand to pay all the supporters' buses going up on Thursday night uh, to D. So that that kind of uh, galvanisation of the club is definitely there. And you know, in the pubs yesterday there was guys saying that actually what Orin Kearney's done this year was better than what Jack Ross had done. The feeling is that it's actually better than winning. The Championship Staying up Tell me I this
2: Tell me this Alex point. Alan Stubbs had a bit to say During the week In the lead up to the playoff final <clears> That there were There was an unrealistic level Of uh, ambition within the club He said that you know Some people thought St Mirren should be top 6 yes. Others thought she'd even be top 4 What's realistic for St Mirren? Stay in the Premier League Yeah exactly
15: yeah. Stay in the Premier League Listen Tony Fitzpatrick Said top four. Now, I think anybody that knows Tony, or uh, what an amazing man he's been for St. Mun, he is Mr. St. Mun. You don't expect Tony to come out and say, "Listen, guys, if we can win in penalties in the last game of the season, that's good enough for me." Of course, he's going to come out there, but there's other guys in that board. There's businessmen in that board that should be able to temper ambitions. Now, maybe top six based on the budget would be an aspirational um, position. Mm. Because we must have a bigger budget than Hamilton, comparable with even maybe bigger than Livingston. Um, you know, so, you know, they, they, they may be looking at it in that sense, but we need to be realistic. And what's realistic for us St. Mumtran is being in the Premier League every season. Um, and if we can kick on and move up a position or two positions, best of ever been 10 under Danny Lennon. Um, you know, if we can get into ninth position,
1: Eighth. Great As long as we keep improving mm. let, let, let me stop you Alex So we can hear from Oren Kearney um, A lot of speculation as, as Alex says About his future But it was job done yesterday Let's hear from the St Marin boss
7: We're just delighted
9: and Delighted as I said out there You know it's been It's been a long hard season Probably for everybody Associated with the club And and I said it in the Change room after the game you know, Number one Credit the players Who've been here all season But also credit the players Who come in in January And and between us, we managed to gather some momentum at the right time of the season and be able to carry that through. And um I've said it the players, I don't think they'll realise what an achievement this is, maybe for months, years it might be five, ten years down the line when they really understand the turnaround that we've had this season and, and, and what it led to today. So, you know, d- delighted for everybody attached to the club. You get that gut feeling probably when it goes to extra time and, you know, it's been well documented. Backlabs had a tough time in the last couple of months and, and sometimes you just feel things are written in the stars and, and for me today when it went there, I was, I was very confident in penalties. I, I just thought he had, he had the big saves in him and, and you know, delighted for him on a personal level but also just, I think that type of a performance just um, puts him down in history probably.
1: The worst set of
9: penalties oh, you've ever seen, yes. <laughs>
3: well, do you know the thing is, it's the, the, these guys prepare, they take penalties leading up to that. Hugh and mm. the Dundee and the United penalties were abysmal, there was no conviction, there was no belief. Uh, and for me, you know, and it was interesting. I was talking to Aliwin Coyce yesterday, and he says, You've got to put your best penalty taker up first. And I'm thinking, Well, he is that's the thing, you know what I mean. You're thinking to yourself, Is it Paul, it's the main man, he's he's played he's at a very good level, oh. steps up, and it was it just started. Which to follow And to be fair You have to give the St Mirren and Keep her heart He he was absolutely brilliant
2: Yeah I mean We have gone on And rightly so In the company of Stephen McGinn About St Mirren And what it's meant to them But that penalty shootout Was a disaster for Dundee United yeah. Because again Another year In the, the lower orders And too many years already now They're under new ownership <laughs> Uh they have got to get out of their next season, or I fear for them. Thank you very much, Alex and Cardonald, a happy St.
1: Mirren fan. Paul is a Rangers fan in Crookston. He's coming next, as is the full time teaser, the last one of the season.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Duke Evans and Alex Ray are here. It's time for them. To get the shin pads on for one last time for the final full time Caesar of the season. Are you ready to tackle it? I think you should be. Uh topical as well. Can you name how many have we got here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight Scots to score in the English playoff final in the last twenty years. Again. <laughs> Eight Scots to score In the English Premiership Playoff final In the last 20 years McGinn is one Yes
2: Snoddy gas? No
1: John McGinley Nope um, John Maloney There's a sneaky wee There's an own goal in there But I've taken that out for you Because I didn't want to be too cruel There are eight others So for anyone who's keeping track Neil Sullivan Scored their own goal. Oh, did he? Um, by the way, this was sent in by Alex Anderson. Thanks to Alex for the question. Uh, now, fulltime at Clyde1.com, that's where you send them. We're going to need loads more of these for the new season. So get your thinking caps on, on the beach, on the plane, whatever it is you're going to be doing. Fulltime at Clyde1.com.
3: Hopkins? No. I thought you scored for Palace, do you remember? Oh, yeah. Um, McCormack? No. Fletcher? No. MacArthur? No.
1: McCarthy No. This is going well
2: Good
1: to see you finish <laughs> the season on a high
3: You have always been consistent
1: hey. Okay Eight Scots have scored in the English Premiership Playoff Final in the last 20 years Charlie Adam The guys have only got John McGinn so far Because it was two hours ago Charlie Adam Yes Hugh as Well Good. done Okay you can play along with us as always, at Clyde SSB on Twitter. I just know you'll get them before these guys do. Uh, Paul's a Rangers fan in Crookston, but he's got yesterday's playoff on his mind. Is that right, Paul?
16: Hi there, panel. Yeah, that's, that's right, Gordon Willis. There are two points I was going to raise one about the, the playoff um, yesterday, and um, one about um, Celtic um, in the Cup final. So do you want me to start with the St. Mirren one? You choose, on you go. Right, we'll go with the St. Mirren one then. Um, I just I don't like to have back to referees, but I just think that kind that of summarised. The, the refereeing performances of this year to be honest. I uh, just thought some of the decisions by John Beaton were, were outrageous. Um I think the guy is it Conley from Dundee Right yes. I think he should have been away. Um and then he sends off the guy from St Midden which I thought was pretty much similar to the one that Conley did. Um and there was another one I can't really remember off the top of my head what it was, but I just thought I mean if I was a St Mirren fan and I didn't go er- it didn't go their way uh, no, it's obviously Winston Minns' So maybe there's not much made about it now But it was pretty poor referee and I just think that kind of summarised some of the decisions made this year Just to get your your thoughts See, on that it, it
2: started with the penalty award And I, I have to say I thought it was a penalty Yeah, me too um, I, I'd watched Alec on television yesterday uh, Heated debate about it all But I thought it was a straightforward
3: penalty Well, it was interesting Because Alec McCoy was trying to put the point as It was his running style But when he actually strikes his arm Hugh they're like is yeah, expanded yeah, as big as he possibly could so for me that was there but I think the point that uh, the callers make Paul was that the nazo on elbow uh, for me he's leading with his arm rather than throwing his arm yeah. which is a slightly different yeah. thing that was for me was probably a yellow and
2: Connolly should have gone off
3: he, Hugh even if you take it as there's a covering defender. It should at least have got a yellow, and it would have already been booked. Yeah. I think so. It yeah. would have resulted in a and a and a red card. But again, a couple of these decisions were baffling for me. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, I did see. A, this is nothing new, Hugh. This doesn't yeah. mean to say it's fair, but I've noticed a lot of criticism uh, for John Beaton's performance yesterday. Is it was? Is it
2: fair? Well, we're at the end of our season, and if you were. Looking at referees In general In the premiership The the, the flagship competition The refereeing performances This season Have been of a very low standard For me Too many decisions That are questionable Uh, And I I read and hear people say So it must get better next season But I I don't know how it does You know Referees are not like football players Football players can have a bad game Bad month Bad season Uh, but they have the ability To make up for that If a referee Is consistently getting things wrong I don't know how he goes from that To consistently
3: getting things right Hugh, the only way I can see it is, And I know we've, we've only got half an hour With Morgan down the VR <laughs> road But what I'm saying to you is I was speaking to someone yesterday Within the television industry And they say you can put a Cheaper version where you get the same result And for me to give them an assist them with help Would be a step in the correct decision But sometimes
2: uh, people do get it wrong I, I, I go back to the, the, the Dundee United penalty For me, I agree with Alec He's, His arm is extended as far as it can go And the ball hits it That's a penalty mm-hmm. uh,
1: Paul, this interests me Because I think we're all big enough To be honest and admit That most of these refereeing complaints Are with... The aid of bias Whether it's your team's involved But you're a Rangers fan And you're just a neutral observer yesterday Is that You know Is, is that something you recall happening often Where you, you take such an interest in, in a poor refereeing performance When your team isn't affected
10: Yeah no I do I mean I
16: just uh, It's more the inconsistency That I get really frustrated yeah. about Particularly when it hurts, affects my team um, And that's why I'm just saying If I was a St Mirren fan Yes and it didn't go their way You'd be going off your head, do you know. Um, I just—it's more the, inc- the inconsistency. And I'm, you know, I don't buy into all that bias and all that and that stuff. that goes on. People talk about it, but uh, it's just the inconsistency between it. You no, know? like like I said, the one with Conley, and then you've got the other one with Armand You know, few AR comes in and, and helps solve that problem, it's another debate. But it's more just the, the inconsistency. But it's good to get the the, the guys. Po-
3: Paul, Paul, sorry, just quickly, there was, there was one in the middle of the part where a player get uh, smashed. Uh, the, and, it, and then it played on And what happened was There was yep. a shot for about 35 yards And fortunately yep. the keeper Just managed to tip it, or, 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 or get it And I'm thinking to myself Can you imagine If that was the deciding factor Because it was as clear a foul As you're ever going to see mm. yeah. uh, Paul what was your other point? Yeah just
16: to, the other point now Before Well will give you a wee i give the guys a wee hint For that, that, that wee Crisis I've got going there Because I might struggle With a half an hour I'll give them a wee A, <laughs> a wee hint Yeah Right, SP Right, I'll let them oh, think about that well, Okay Oh, I, I've, gone right. I've, I've gone in early on the Angels, initials to, I've right. got it
2: Stephen Pearson There you are Ooh, oh, right. I thought that was well, one of the tricky 2007 ones 2007
16: playoff final Well done um, Did it with Derby. <laughs> uh, no, the second point then Is And I don't want Hugh Going down my throat with this Right, because <laughs> that's where you might go I'm not This is not sour grapes As so a ranger as far and so on But What's Hugh's No to take on this As well as, as, as Alex As a professional player And things like that But I just feel the way Scott Brown's been acting lately. It's, I'm trying to say the best words for it, but as a captain, you no, know, he's remarkable. I think he's got 20 titles or 20 medals he's won or something like that. But I just feel the way he went up to Igbeatsu And it's not just the one occasion he's done this a few times, particularly this year. It, is it befitting a Celtic captain That's my point? I, right. I, I don't think so. I, I just think, is it really needed I don't, I don't think so. And that's not to take anything away from him as a person or Celtic winning the treble you No, know, a Rangers fan.
2: i well, not I'd be in that
16: position myself, but I would be a wee bit let down. If, if it was a Rangers captain, listen, I'd say the same thing. I just don't think winding players up like that and acting that way. Well, tell when you represent someone, you no, know, they were wearing news um, number and things like that. I, I just don't think... Add a bit of class to it to be
2: honest Well not only am I not going to jump down your throat As you predicted I'm going to agree with you I just think that uh, It's a shame That on the day Celtic Got the treble treble On the day that they were Honouring Billy McNeil and Stevie Chalmers I find it totally Unnecessary And I find it crass behaviour To go and put yourself about like that At time up uh it's a cup final it's the showpiece end to the season and celtic have had the fairy tale finish to it all i just wish that scott brown would act his age and would they uh, properly Don the mantle mm. of the Celtic captain And go to the Celtic supporters And leave opposition fans And opposition players out
1: of it At the same time Alex For us it's it's Because we're outside of it And Paul's looking at it And Hugh actually mentions opposition fans Scott Brown's not bothered About opposition fans or players And he plays and such Take a look at the reaction to these things The Celtic fans love it They yes. absolutely love it And I get the feeling that If, you, if any team had a player like that Then you know That their home fans w- Would love it So d- does it Does it matter?
3: Well listen I think the key thing For me Gordon Is is he has Representing something So he is representing The, the armband That goes back years With some class Individuals And There would be a perception uh, And the thing is We cannot take away What he's achieved Now I said earlier on He's a, you know The guy that pulls him Over the line You give him compliments He's been the captain For the treble treble So he, he's entitled To all these plaudits that is totally unnecessary, Gordon, what he did. It lacks class. And to mock someone after the final whistle, I just feel as if... if you, you probably get Celtic fans going, it's unnecessary. But they'll back him up just because it's Scott Brown. But the actual reality for me is, it is totally unnecessary.
1: Mm. Paul, see when you talk about any wind-up merchant in life, they, they tend to like it when... People get wound up As a Rangers fan why, why are you so bothered About Scott Brown And that's not me saying You You know that. I, you just I,
3: said that but If it was a Rangers captain As well Gordon
1: Yeah but it's, that, that's A side pathetic, isn't it We're talking specifically on this Why do you let it get to you so much
16: I was, Like you said You would like to have These players on your team Though no, I, I see the grit Determination All that type of stuff That he's did no, I'd love to have that in the Rangers team All that time um, I think we've been lacking that But I definitely don't, I wouldn't want that type of character in the sense of grin to face it. Now, here's another example, right? And I don't know if this is a Celtic, like, if it's been a mentality it has been built in there and it's coming from likes of Scott Brown being the leader. But look at what Lee Griffiths was doing previously. got up to the Rangers goalposts and putting on scarfs and all that nonsense.
2: Well, that. Here's, where we will, here's where we will part company. Because I've said to you Brown was wrong Brown's behaviour was crass And on that day of days That moment of moments When you've won the treble treble It's for Celtic and Celtic only Go to the Celtic players The Celtic fans But One day And I don't know when it will be But one day Things will change Because that's the nature of Life And the nature of football And one day I guarantee you A Rangers player Put a scarf around a goal post At Celtic Park Because All of these things go To the deepest subconscious And when The chance arises Somebody will do it And Celtic will get their own medicine back That's the nature of life And nature of football Thanks
1: to Paul and Crookston 01419511025 Right on tonight's teaser Um What I should have said is Neil Sullivan is actually included In that number But that was the one I was taking out for you Because it was an own goal So you've got Still the same You've got one less to get essentially uh,
3: Is the winning goal or scored in a Just scored Kenny Miller
1: Yes So you're looking for Essentially seven Right you were looking for seven Because I gave you Neil Sullivan So we're looking for another seven players Scottish players Who've scored in The English Premiership Playoff final In the last 20 years You've got Stephen Pearson You've got Kenny Miller You've got John McGinn You've got Charlie Adam Craig Conway. So you're looking for One, two only got three to get Is that right?
2: One, two Yeah I think you've only got three to get Who? Craig Craig Conway. Nope Ryan Fraser
7: Nope
2: Hmm. I'd
1: have said Pearson Was one of the hardest ones But he's been on the TV In the last couple of days Hasn't he? That's where you got that from So you've probably got the three Other most difficult ones remaining all right, we'll get the answers next.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years.
1: Duke Evans and Alex Ray are here. They're into the home straight on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, and that means they've still got work to do on the full time teaser. Now, if you've never heard this before, the question is sent in by you. That's the beauty of it. You send in the full time teasers, and we try and catch the pundits out in the last half an hour. Of the show So Alex Anderson sent this one in tonight We are looking for Seven Because I gave you Neil Sullivan Because it's, mm. it's too sneaky It's an own goal So after Neil Sullivan We're looking for another seven Scots Who've scored in the Premiership Playoff Final In England John McGinn did it today You got him You got Charlie Adam You got Stephen Pearson You got Kenny Miller You've got three to get
3: What about Kevin McDonald? No Charlie oh, Muldoon? Nope Hmm Burnley. Wait, was there any Burnley when they come up the playoffs you Um No. Right, okay. Don't worry about them. Crystal Palace has got to be a Scotsman in no. that.
1: You were right by the way, I should have said earlier about David Hopkin, but that was
3: too far back Yes, ninety seven, I think it was. Um uh, what about the wee the wee guy um from used to about Barry Bannon
1: No. Mm. No. Right team. Not not necessarily, you're just throwing some good championship <laughs> names at me, and i just I'm I'm impressed you're <laughs> at least roughly in the right area. Andy Walker did
3: it? No, no Andy was before
1: that What I'll say to you is There's a, a, a Fairly recently one no, Recent one I should say mm. That you've not got right Let's do Callum and Sulco so- Yes Tom Kearney <laughs> For Fulham last season Two to get I'll be impressed if you get these One of them uh, I mean I don't make bold predictions But we could be here Until four in the morning And you won't get the last one McAllister for Bristol City No uh, Let's speak mm. to Callum and Solcoats. So, hi Callum Hi guys, how we doing? Good Callum, what's on your mind tonight? I would just like to make a, a couple of points Regarding the appointment of Neil Lennon um,
17: There's a lot of, kind of negativity around the appointment But I can't quite understand it He's a, he's a manager that's shown that he's more than capable Of winning a league title at Celtic He's done it previously I would much prefer having him in charge Rather than going for somebody that's never been in the, the Scottish game um, and might make a mess of it uh, You know what you're getting you know, you're learning um, As Peter Lowell said he's He's got an eye for a player um,
1: And As long as he wins the league I mean that's That's really all that matters it's Callum do, I'm just wondering Callum do you ever really know What you're getting I mean you, you might well be right But I just wonder How how much You can predict the future Just because you know What happened in the past
17: Well I Absolutely can't really Predict the future If you like But you know, you've got a guy there who's who's done it before. Um, I would much prefer that than than somebody coming in that's that's never been there Um, and you're you're taking a a big risk. But uh, I think a lot of the negativity comes from Celtic fans wanting um, Peter Lawwell to appoint someone of, they could match the name of Brendan Rodgers. You know, it's not all about a name. You know, people are talking about Rafa Benitez and, even Jose Mourinho at one point. I mean that's just getting a bit ridiculous. But somebody like even Rafa Benitez, he might have come in and made a, a total mess of it. You know, it's a different a different game up here in Scotland, uh, to to that in England. Um but certainly from a positive kind of perspective, I think Celtic fans should look at the, the stage we're at just now. Um, we've got a great group of players that Neil Lennon can work with. Um and certainly when it comes into the summer transfer window, Neil Lennon, if you look at his his previous signings when he was Celtic manager before. They're fantastic. Mm. Victor Bunyama Gary Hooper, Fraser Foster. These are these are guys that have signed for peanuts and sold for millions. You so know,
2: Callum I, I couldn't stand here and promise you categorically that Neil Lennon will win nine in a row, which is all that matters to the Celtic supporters right now. But I can say that he does understand the localised nature of the job here because you've said it yourself, all that matters to you is that he wins the league. And he knows that as well. And it might have been the case that Rafa Benitez was interested in Celtic. However, Rafa Benitez, I believe, would have been unattainable for financial reasons. For the same reason that AVB Has gone to Marseille For 6 million pounds No mm. manager will ever get 6 million pounds a season here And Mourinho Was only ever Delusional Pie in the sky For people So Celtic have been True to the club True to themselves And they believe in Neil Lennon Now if he gets it wrong Callum mm. You know what comes next I, I just like this
1: This Question mark that hangs over to you About you know Sort of risk and reward And that sort of thing Because Every managerial appointment is a risk isn't it I mean yes. when Celtic mm-hmm. When Celtic needed to stop 10 in a row They yes. turned to a guy Who didn't know Scottish football yeah. Who didn't know Celtic Who wasn't a Celtic man And it and it worked So I'm not really He's sure we can draw too many conclusions no. Based on How much a play, uh, how much a manager knows of the club
2: Vim Jansen lost his first two games And uh, I remember being on the show He lost uh, away to Hibbs at Easter Road And lost at home to Dunfermline Panic Calls here for him to be sacked That night When he lost to the Infernal At Celtic Park His great good fortune Was that he had Murdoch McLeod by his side And Murdoch McLeod Had played for Celtic And did understand Celtic And knew the city As Peter Lawwell said About Neil Lennon So they got through And arguably The most important title win So far For Celtic Because it prevented Rangers From winning 10 in a row And that's the nature Of our business here So Neil Lennon knows And Stephen Gerrard Will know by this time Because he's been here for a year If the man who wins the title uh, Happens to be Neil Lennon Great Nine in a row for Celtic If it's not Neil Lennon And it's Stephen Gerrard Neil Lennon will get the sack And if it is Neil Lennon Who wins the title Stephen Gerrard mm. could get the sack Because Rangers might not trust him To go into what would be the 10 in a row season
1: Thank you to Callum Let's squeeze in Frank and Clyde Bank as well Hi Frank Do you, you agree or disagreeing do you do. with what Callum was saying?
18: Uh, well, My interest is in uh, Brendan Rodgers wanted to sign John McGinn And sell uh, to Peter Lowell When they put the money out for him Now I watched the game the day John McGinn get man of the match. He's been player of the season down there. Uh, his captain, Aston Villa, said, I'd never heard of this guy before they he came here. £2 million? Uh-huh. He says he's now getting quoted at £20, £30 million. So, what chance is Neil Lennon when he goes to them and says, right, I want to buy this player? And maybe Peter Lowell doesn't fancy him. Is it up to Peter Lowell who fancies the player? No, no. And one other point I'd like to say The Celtic board had a meeting on Friday, five and a half hours, it lasted at Parkhead. So, why all of a sudden is everybody saying it all happened on the day with Hearts?
2: Well, you're telling us something, Frank, that I don't know. Uh, I'm not not, 100%. Right, well, anyway, he's the manager now, and with regard to John McGinn, John McGinn will go down as one of the great boobs from Celtic because uh, they just assumed that because his grandfather. Was a former Celtic chairman Because John McGinn himself as a boy Was a a season ticket holder at Celtic Park They just assumed That uh, they would get him for two fish suppers And a bottle of iron brew And that they 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 get stung And they were too late And that they will now regret that mistake Uh, But It might strengthen Neil Lennon's hand Because he could then say Listen, before you start losing any other people That we should be getting here uh, and he needs that proper backing Because Peter Lawwell and Dermot Desmond Know that he has come in To something less than a fanfare of trumpets And he needs proper backing If he's to do his job properly So If 9-0 mm. if is not one, They'll go for Dermot Desmond Peter Lawwell and Neil Lennon Alex, recruitment is important yes.
1: Every year, mm-hmm. at every club But just with the way things have been building up This season and with Rangers getting that bit closer to Celtic. Not as close as many would like, but a bit closer. Yep. And with Neil Lennon now, I can't remember a, a, an off-season where we're going to have the level of scrutiny on recruitment like we will this summer. And for Celtic fans, they are quite right to point out that all the successes, they also have to, to trust, I guess, in Neil Lennon that whatever comes in this season will be more more Virgil van Dijk than Mo Bangura. That's, that's the reality of it.
3: Yeah, but it's also a gamble, Gordon Because you actually do not know We've, we've got the guy, Bio come in in January We haven't seen him He's fed We don't know what he's expecting for him as well So you're not exactly sure what you're actually going to get How well they settle to Scottish football And that's for both sides For everyone I mean, they, might, right they side, might
1: be brilliant But like you say, it's just an unknown we'll at the it. moment
3: so Absolutely, you're looking to like, uh, For every, uh, like, kind of Christie, Where you get a little gem You may well get a compare. So, and then and obviously at Rangers You've get, still got Herrera Whereas you might look at our field for nothing So it's about getting the right ones at the right time And this is probably the most important for both of them Because from a Celtics perspective They have This is probably the most turmoil In terms of churn of players, Gordon You know, there's a lot of players out of contract There's players moving on And it is a little bit of a rebuilding Whereas But the the, the saving grace for Neil Lennon Is that there's a nucleus there That, you know All the the guys that are important Rogic, Forrest, McGregor and Sham uh, Scott Brown, Tierney They're all still there Um, You know Ayer Fast Eddie's still there So Whoever it is that they bring in Is going to be a really important summer Final word to you Frank
18: Well I was Just I just hope that Lowell backs him 100% And Disney did the dirty on him That's all
1: Yeah Hugh and this leads us on To the next point Which we don't really have time To get into in depth You are Very uh, Very much of the belief That you know It's all about 10 in a row And then therefore Europe can can forget, you can forget about that for a couple of seasons But Frank wants to see Peter Lowell back Neil Lennon It's yeah. a lot easier to back them if you've got Champions League money
2: Sure, but Celtic have money anyway Yeah, but they'll uh, have more So it's, the, the you only, can never have too much, yeah, can yeah, you? Yeah, but the, the only point I'm making is that If you offer any Celtic-supporting man, woman or child The Champions League money or 10 in a row They'll say 10 in a row uh, It's a, a localised problem See before we go Harry Hood Harry died yesterday 123 goals for Celtic Wonderful player Wonderful human being And he scored 123 goals Against players Who are better than today's players Well said Uh, Right two more on the teaser though Before we
1: go
3: I'm going to give you four names quickly Gavin Ray
1: No Chris Buck No Gary Teal No Chris Iluumu No What if I told you this guy Was still banging in goals In our championship Uh, Doby. Stephen Doby For Swansea
3: Swansea Jacks
1: and the one that you'll never get Oh I'll get it No you won't Scored for Watford Against Bolton In 99 Watford Bolton Honestly This is You need serious knowledge To get this Someone did get it on Twitter I think it was I can't remember which Which Watford, Twitter it was What uh, I think it was a striker um, As far as playing up here I think it was Inverness or something Before In fact maybe even before They became Inverness Nah, yeah, yeah, I played for like Oldham. We came back up to Dundee United. They played with your MK Dons, two thousand and four. Really tough though. Yeah. Alan Smart. Yeah, you were never getting it, Alan Smart. <laughs> thank you, Hugh <laughs> Evans and Alex That's Ray for joining can. me, Gordon Duncan, and thank you for your. Uh, Company On the phones And on Twitter That is the end of the The two hour version Of Super Scoreboard If you like But don't worry You are in capable hands Over the next nine weeks or so Alison Conroy and Andrew McLean Will still be here Keeping you up to speed On everything that's happening You can still get your calls in But for me I'll see you in a few weeks And Callum Gallagher Is up next